Stay Sane with Jane, the show that helps you and your business to thrive, not just survive. Tune in each week as Jane connects with guests in the wellness, business and publishing worlds, bringing you the most up-to-date training, techniques, healing and guidance for growth, mindset and motivation. Each session includes a magical guided meditation led by Jane or one of her special guests. Here's your host, Jane Scandler. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Stay Sane with Jane. Today I'm going to be talking to Sharon Brown, the book chief. Um, But first of all, I just wanted to tell you about a couple of events coming up. So every month I host a Minditation in person and online session. So as you know, um, Minditation is my coined little phrase for mindfulness and meditation. So as you know, I do like to blend my treatments and practices in all of my sessions. So for this online and in-person monthly meetup, I'm bringing all my skills with me to the table. So I'll take you through um, a circle uh, with cuppa, a little cup of tea um, and connection space, which will probably eventually turn into a cacao ceremony. Um, I'm looking up how to get qualified in that just now. Um, We will have some beautiful essential oils there, obviously some candles and crystals. I will guide you through self-massage and then we'll do the meditation which is a combination of mindfulness and meditation. So this event is a monthly event and held at the Queen's Hotel and Spa in Bournemouth. And you can also join us online via Zoom. It's on the third Tuesday of the month at 7.30 till 9 o'clock. So generally, there are only six in-person tickets available. So uh, you need to book ASAP if you do want to join us. That's not anything to do with the space that I've hired within the venue. But this is something that the divine asked me to do, to just hold space for six in-person guests with me making lucky number seven um, and then our other guests online on Zoom. So it's £25 per session or £20 per month if you decide to join the monthly membership for the Minditations. Um, If you'd like any other details, then just head over to Facebook and type in Minditations, so a combination of mindfulness and meditation. And that's at the Queen's Hotel and Spa in Bournemouth on the third Tuesday of the month, 7.30pm. So let's get on with our amazing interview with the wonderful Sharon Brown. Hello and welcome, Sharon. Hi, Jane. Thank you for having me today. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. I'm really, really excited to talk to you because you do, well, so many 
amazing things. Um, we're going to really focus on the book chief, but we will hear about some of the other um, gems that you have created and work with. And we will, I will 100% be getting you back for a second and third interview <laughs> to talk about those as well. <laughs> can't wait <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about you who is Sharon Brown okay so um as you can tell I'm from up north so I am a Scottish lady I moved down here 20 years ago to the West Midlands and that's where I'm still based in the West Midlands I moved down here about 2003 Jane and um mm. I started my business or a business seven years ago um, when I was in the event space. I was very, very big in events. I'd been doing events and marketing in my corporate role. And um, I thought, I want to do this for myself. So I started out seven years ago, 2015, and I launched Lydian Events Limited. Um, totally different from what I do now. <laughs> so I've kind of totally evolved and I've changed Lydian Events to Lydian Group, and that houses four other platforms within it, which are all online. So in terms of myself, I'd say I'm a founder, a publisher, a digital entrepreneur. I'm a wife. I'm a mother to two fur babies. And um, I enjoy the outdoors. I enjoy doing lots of different things in my personal life. But that's just a very quick sum up just about who yeah. I am, really. And whereabouts in Scotland are you from? I'm from Glasgow. Um, I haven't lost the accent, <laughs> thankfully. Yeah. So, so yeah, I moved down to Birmingham in 2003 and I now live in Walsall. Um, mm -hmm. And I've lived in Walsall for about 15 years. And as you can see, I, as I said, I haven't picked up the accent or lost my own accent, which is quite unusual sometimes because I think a lot of the time when people move, they tend to pick up the local accent but I've um I've definitely not done that yet no, <laughs> might oh, take another 20 years you gotta be oh, used to that um so when you tell us a little bit more about um kind of how you got started in your field what's your journey been so it's clearly been from corporate and then creating all this magic afterwards yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, and I think a lot of people will probably relate to this. I think when you're working in a corporate job at the time, you've kind of got a job role to do. You've got a job description to stick to. Your innovation, your initiative, a lot of other things, creativity are kind of stifled. And I don't think you really understand how much that you have within you until you go out on your own. And that's exactly what happened to me. I was kind of, I put myself in a box that yeah. other people were putting me in um and then when I you know I, I did still work up until 2017 so when I started my business it was it was a side hustle so for the first two years I was kind of I was working at night I was trying to build things up in the event space it's very very difficult to go out on your own as an event organizer or an event planner or whatever it is that you do in that field I can imagine. Yeah, it's, it's very difficult. But the one thing I did realise after a couple of years, after doing a couple of corporate roles, sorry, a corporate conferences and stuff for other people, 
I realised I was actually still working for somebody else. And Ooh. I thought, yeah, I know, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But it, it kind of dawned on me. I was being, I was still being told what to do by people who were less experienced, which was yeah. always the way in the corporate world as well. Yeah. And I thought, I don't really think this is for me. I don't think this is the right path that I've taken. So within a couple of years, I realised the way that business was heading. It was heading onto the online space more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I want to do that ultimately. Um, and I do, I'm a big believer in manifestation. So ultimately, I was pushing myself, in hindsight, I know this now, I was pushing myself towards a kind of laptop lifestyle because yeah. I, the most important thing really for me is freedom and flexibility and time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a money-driven person because I feel money just comes anyway if you've got a passion and purpose, which it always has done. Mm-hmm. And I was very kind of driven to go into that online space. I've got elderly parents still up in Scotland. I knew I needed to spend more time with them. Yeah. And I think that was at the back of my mind the whole time, really, when I was pushing myself to go self-employed. So when I did go self-employed, um, just very quickly, I won't go into each platform at the moment, but I started on the online space in 2018 with um, Revival Sanctuary, which is a women in business platform. Still going today, but it's evolved hugely into something completely different. <laughs> and then as as businesses do, and then during lockdown, I had a bit of a, an epiphany, if you like, and I set up Motivate Magazine within six weeks of basically saying I was going to do it and then implementing the idea and, you know, getting it started. So that was started in 2020. And then last year I started two businesses. I started the Speakers Index because I saw a kind of um, gap, if you like, in the market. That's what I tend to do. I look at what's missing mm-hmm. and then I try and fill that gap. Yeah. And then the book chief came in October last year and this is where we are now and the book chief has just been a phenomenal project to work on and in and um, we just celebrated our one year anniversary we had a, a little shindig if you like yeah <laughs> and a very fancy cake and um, we had quite a few of the authors come along and we had a really really nice time actually so the book chief is, is going from strength to strength at the moment and that's kind of where I am it won't be the last one I start I can promise you that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I have got other ideas for next year. Um, but I can honestly say it's the one that I enjoy the most because I never realised how much I love books, how much I love getting involved with that whole process. And it's just been fantastic. Oh, that's amazing. What a journey. What a journey. Um, and this now digital kind of lapse laptop lifestyle you now use um enables you to what take annual leave whenever you want to go visit your parents to do what kind of fur babies have you got as well do you need to go walking them well no I've got the easy kind I've got um, two cats the so cats, yeah. they can go walk themselves but but yeah I mean it has really given me freedom and it means I can work from anywhere in the world. I don't have to see people face to face, although I am starting to implement a little bit more of my events background again. So we're starting yes. to do more face to face events now that we can. 
Um, but that's not a necessity for what I do. It's just something that I feel is a nice thing to do, to get together, yeah. to have that face-to-face. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's great because I can go up and I have gone up to see my parents a lot this year. Every six weeks I just take off. And it is a five-hour drive, so it is quite a, mm-hmm. it is a journey. Um, yeah. But I feel it's important at this point in their life because they're both in their 80s and it's really important to do that for me and that's ultimately I think what I was heading for that's why I was kind of manifesting this future if you like yeah and and I totally believe in that when I decided to go you know self-employed when I made the full jump but I, I wanted to for so long because of because of those reasons for the freedom for you know to be able to use my creativity um to not be micromanaged and I you know in my previous employment I felt like I wasn't even using my brain it was so mind-numbingly boring at the end of it um you know I kind of learned everything I needed to learn about the job within six months and and unfortunately I <laughs> I stayed in it and then when I was pregnant I had that little monkey mind saying oh well at least if you stay in this like NHS role you know you know you can go um part-time you know you've got flexi hours so just stay just stay well I should have just looked for another job it was time you know yeah. um but eventually just making that move I, I don't know how parents kind of survive, really. Um, working full-time and having children, you just don't have the amount of annual leave. It's not possible to do all those things, whereas I take a minimum of 10 weeks holiday, annual leave, a year. Um, and wow. I don't know how I could live without that, quite frankly. <laughs> If you ever went back to employment, they would have to meet that goal. <laughs> I would die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I think it, I mean, it, it's funny. I just answered a, a post kind of on Facebook earlier, and one of the ladies was asking, what do you do when your creative brain stops? And it does, because I am, I've realised that I am actually a very creative person. I have loads of ideas and loads of kind of imagination and what I want to do and various other things but sometimes if I'm working flat out and you do have to in the publishing world at times because you've got deadlines you've got you know books have to be released at certain times and sometimes you just go up a little bit brain dead and I just said I just sit and watch Netflix for two days (laughs) and that's me until my creativity comes back online because sometimes you do just switch off and that's it. But I think having the, the freedom to be able to do that, it's priceless. And it's more than any job or any amount of money can offer you is to have that freedom to do what you want with your life when you want it. Yeah, I totally agree. I was, when I made the jump, I was only making £500 a month in my business. Obviously, that's not going to sustain me um, or my child. Um, <laughs> but I, 
I would say I was in a very lucky position. Now, other people could look at it as, oh my gosh, that that poor woman. Um, because I was a single mum to a young child. I'd moved back to my mum and dad's house. Um, I didn't have a car. I had to borrow my mum's car. I was in my, how old am I now? 44. So I was in my late 30s or mid 30s. Um, but that was a blessing because it enabled me to make the jump only earning £500 a month and quickly build my business. Um, and it, it depends. You must find that with um, authors and things like that. It depends on how you look at life, doesn't it? Whether you see things as a blessing or a curse or whether you can turn things around and I think that that creativity and those ideas that um, clearly we're both born with all these ideas, um, it can really just, if you follow that flow, it can it can take you to all sorts of places, can't it? Oh, God, yeah, absolutely. I think it's, I mean, I don't think business is for everybody. I don't think it is. If it was, everybody would be doing it. And I understand that now because it is hard. It is hard, especially at the start. You know, even when I was doing the event space at the, the first two years, I was I was getting a couple of jobs here and there, but I wasn't I wasn't actually earning anything. I was lucky. Um, I was lucky enough to have a partner that was working, but also to have savings, um, and that sustained me for a, a certain period of time. But the minute I chose to go into the online space, I was making money straight away. So, Amazing. you know, it just depends where you go, how you do it, and what you're offering. Because yeah. if, you, if you find a real niche that's missing in the market, then, you know, if you hit that sweet spot, then you will make money. But it is a hard slog at the start, definitely is for anybody, I think. Um, you know, if you're creative like us, then I think we're very blessed to have that gift. Very blessed because, you know, we could probably think of something or make money out of anything, if you like, if it yeah. was a need. Um, and it's, it's not the best term, but I think if push came to shove, we've got an innovative brain. Whereas yeah. a lot of people maybe don't have that creative streak and it's more of a struggle. So they have to rely on practical things yeah, and help. And I do think with the creative streak, it's having that um, doing aspect as well about yeah. you. So if you're an action taker, mm -hmm. because I know lots of creatives, they have yeah. these amazing ideas, but they don't take action yeah. on them or they do it so slowly, then you don't get the kind of snowball effect mm -hmm. rolling downhill, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um yeah, so I know I totally agree with you there. I've seen that myself. A lot of people they talk a good game, and I guess that's where it comes from. That term, you know, you you talk the talk, but you don't walk the walk. And it's really important to have action and to be. I'm lucky because I am very much a doer. If it's in my head, it has to happen. And I've got a little book of ideas which I have to write down all my other ideas, and it's very very difficult to actually put a stop to that and say, right, I need to concentrate on what I'm doing at the moment before I do that, because then I, that whole idea of having freedom and flexibility and time is just going to fly out the window. 
I have to do one thing at a time or a few things at a time, but um, there has to be somewhere to stop as well. I love the idea of an ideas book. That's really, really clever because, you know, we lots, lots of ideas come up, but like you say, you've got to focus on one, get it rolling, take action around it. Um, and then often, um, for me, if I haven't written it down or I haven't told somebody, then it can get forgotten about. Exactly. And I think it's a sense of accountability as well, because at least if you write it down or if you tell somebody, it's always there to remind you, you know, when are you going to start this sort of thing or you lift up your book. And I do tend to write things down most days. And some of them are rubbish, don't get me wrong. Some of them I look back and I think, what was I thinking? Yeah, but... you get to choose though, don't you? And look you back do. at it and say, actually, no, no, that's no, that's not one. Cross that off. On to the next. Exactly. And then you pick the ones that you've got a belief about and a good kind of gut feeling about. So, yeah, really, really important, I think, to do stuff like that if you are a creative person. Yeah. So... Tell me more about um, the book Chief and you can, those listening, you can look up Sharon Brown and www.thebookchief.com for more information. And obviously, if you're watching this, you're going to have um, the information to just click on as well. But tell us a little bit more about the book Chief and then what would it mean how would I work with you kind of through this this platform so the book chief as I said I, I kind of launched that last October um the reason I launched a publishing company is because we were doing the magazine and we were doing various books through the magazine as well which we still do on the new platform but I was giving these books out to other publishers to do and then I thought you know, some things I thought, mm, I would like a little bit more of this and I'd like a little bit more of that and it wasn't really forthcoming. So I thought, do you know what, I'm going to start my own publishing business because I'm doing books, I may as well publish my own books. Um, mm-hmm. So I did courses, I did research and I really kind of put my all into it for six to 12 months. And um so the book chief was born and we do offer something different we niche in collaborative books so we do anybody's book we do solo books we do every genre but we niche in collaborative books because that's ultimately what we do in the magazine so somebody if if you i can bring this bit in as well if, if you for instance wanted to do a collaborative book we sort out the whole thing for you we show you how to do it without you spending a penny so you would be the lead author in your own book we would help you get other authors on board and everybody then becomes an author everybody has an achievement and we actually get you working together as well because the whole message across all of my platforms is collaboration over competition so that is the message that i'm trying to get out there that we can work together and in the book chief all the ladies, because we do work in a team, all the other people who work with me, they're solo entrepreneurs, they're people who have joined my first platform, so Revival Sanctuary, and they are all now collaborating throughout all of my projects. So we all work together, we all make money through it, we all 
um, just work together like a team. And it's great. There's no micromanaging. You know, they've got their own roles to play. I've got my role to play. And it just works really beautifully. This is amazing. I can already feel in the air a stay same with Jane book with <laughs> the co-authors being all the wonderful um, women I have interviewed. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And why not? Um, and you and I would quite happily be in it as well. So, I mean, you, you have got something there. Anybody who has a business or some message to share can do a collaborative book. So, for instance, we've just published um, Mildred Mohammed's book, In the Midst of Chaos. And Mildred Mohammed is the ex-wife of the DC sniper, who was the most wanted man in the US in 2003. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so she's just done a collaborative book with 12 other authors based around domestic abuse. Yeah. So she has got a very strong message to share. And these other people in that book have got a similar message. And that's what it's about. That's what collaborative books are about. And as long as um, you've got a network of some sort, that you know some people who are in that same space as you, you can do a collaborative book, no problem. We take care of the legals, we take care of the the guidance and everything. And it can be difficult at times, um, doing a collaborative book. It's not the easiest thing to put together, but it's something that, we're now on our ninth book within the magazine and across mm-hmm. the other platforms in terms of collaborative books. And it's just been an absolute pleasure to kind of build up that network as well because you work closely with these people. So it's, yeah. it's just a really, really good project to take part in. It's really interesting because um, you started this um, 2021 October and around... Uh, either the the end of last year and the beginning of this year the messages because I am channel as well so the messages that were coming through to me were all about collaboration 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 um and at the point at that kind of time I was thinking who am I going to collaborate with what am I going to do how is this going to work and I mean, slowly just things have sort of um, shown themselves to me. And I've seen other businesses as well getting that same message about collaboration and working with your, you know, a tribe of women, men that resonate with you and your kind of, therefore, it's not just your message, but it's all of your messages going out to the same the same kind of audience and it's just so powerful isn't it it's very powerful I mean we've just done a a book again within the motivate space and it's the small business owners handbook and we've had is it about 20 of our article writers have came on board to do this book it's a brilliant book it's full Mm -hmm. of real value for businesses of of any level and we're now you know, they enjoy, they were a great bunch to work with. So they've all really interconnected with each other. They've made connections, you know, they're, they've met each other, you know, they've done all sorts of things. And we're now going on to do a box set for that book. Wow. And half, half of those authors have came on board now to do that. And, you know, we're going to present it. We're, we're, you know, we're having various events. So 
there's a lot of different things that you can do with a book. You know, you can, and I, I actually write about this in our Motivate platform as well. You can opt to push your business, but you can do it through a book. If you don't mm -hmm. have a business, if you have a book, there's so many other opportunities you can do with that book. It's it's amazing, and I can really talk about this for the whole day, <laughs> but I won't because <laughs> I'm very, very passionate about it, and I'm very passionate about collaboration because you can't collaborate with everybody. You know, I, mm. you, you just can't. You have to be very careful. You know, yes. I've, I've collaborated on quite a few projects. Some of them have worked, some of them haven't for various different reasons. But when you get the core people with the right values that match you, with integrity, with honesty, who have got the same vision as you and they and want to push that. Set. Absolutely. And, you know, complement each other's strengths. Yeah. That's really, really important. And I'm very lucky to have that now. It's taken quite a while to get to that point. But, you know, it's this is why projects work. Very hard to do something like this on your own. I mean, I could do it, but I'd be working 16 hours a day and I don't want to do that. No. So, um, I would consider myself very blessed to find the people that I have who work with me on these projects because that's what makes them work. Yeah, and I think it's really, I've done collaborations before, and like you say, some have worked, some haven't worked so much, but it's really good to be kind of honest and upfront about exactly what you want to do in the collaboration what you're willing to compromise on and what are your no-goes what will break the collaboration yeah. um because i think with without that kind of communication at the start and that honesty at the start that's when things start to break down if you've agreed a shared workload or something like that and then you find you're doing most of the work or the other person's taking your work or you know it it's having that those conversations and sometimes it's hard conversations sometimes really it hard. is hard you know and it's you know we, we all naturally want to go on with everybody you know we don't like having hard conversations that's going to make us feel uncomfortable but unless we have them mm. you know it, it, things can just fester and I'm a mm. true believer that I'm very honest and upfront um my Scottish background probably comes in there <laughs> so you know I just if I need to say it, it, it has to be said in a tactful way. So I always try and speak to people that I am working with on a kind of one-to-one -one level as well to say, you know, are you okay? Is, that, is there something wrong? Or if I do see any differences. But as we all know, we all get bad days as well. And you have to yeah. allow for that humanness yes. of, of real life. Um. And I think that's a journey that I've been on in terms of leadership as well, because, you know, at the start, it was it was kind of, I think you go into it, you've got a real love for your own business, and you expect everybody else to have the same love. <laughs> but it's, it's not entirely the way it, it happens. So your expectations are quite high. And then when people don't meet them, it's, it's it, you know, it can get a little bit frustrating. But I think as yeah. time goes on, you realise that, there's different personalities, there's different things in life that happen and we just have to try and work together and communicate, which is the most important thing. So how do um, how do people get in touch with you? How do they 
start to work with you or start that conversation? Um, Well, I've had some people, you know, if people did want to collaborate, if they saw me as a good choice, if you like, um, the one thing that I'm very, very clear about is I don't collaborate with people who I don't know. So I need to get to know you before I would even consider working with you because I need to know that we're on the same page in terms of values, in terms of vision, attitudes. There's a lot of things to consider before going into any kind of collaborative because I always contract. Um, Everything I do in terms of collaboration or any of my platforms, they're contracted. We've got terms and conditions. If I'm going to work with you, there will be a contract involved, a legal contract, so that we both, as you've said earlier, know our roles and responsibilities and know that they can end at any point, (laughs) you know, if they're not met. And I think that's really, really important. So just starting a contract, I'm very easy to speak to. So anybody that wants to collaborate or has any kind of, um, if you've got a collaborative book, Jane, you know where I am. Definitely. I will totally be in touch. <laughs> so you can get in touch with Sharon um, at www.thebookchief.com. Um, and I can see when you go onto the website, it's really, really simple. And it kind of says what it does on the tin type of thing. You can book a call, you can look at how to get started, how to get published, how to get featured, and you can look at collaboration. And in big words, there says, there's at least one book in everyone. Which is the truth. Absolutely the truth. (laughs) is so have you got any advice or top tips for our audience so oh yeah absolutely i mean i will keep it publishing related um basically if you want to do a collaborative book obviously get in touch with us because we'll make it a fun experience for you but it's really important to be legally covered with your co-authors i've seen so many people do collaborative books they're not covered and you need to be legally covered. Um, so we provide that for any clients as well. So mm-hmm. if you do want any kind of advice, and we'd actually, we've got Q&As and all sorts of things, if somebody comes on board that you can send to your co-authors, and it just saves an, an awful lot of hassle, if you like, along the road. Like you just said, Jane, you have to make it clear at the start You'll still get asked questions about the same things because people forget, but at least if it's in black and white, if it's signed, if they've got a Q&A to refer to, it just makes life a lot easier for the lead author and the publisher. So in terms of collaborative books, that's my top tip. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, And do you have an offer for our audience? I do have an offer. So if you want to come on board um, and you want to publish a book, whether that be a solo book or a collaborative book, we can offer some various discounts on that. So just get in touch and I can talk that through with and mention yourself, Jane, as well. And I'll know. Fantastic. So mention me, Jane Scanlon, or stay sane with Jane to Sharon and you will... um, 
get a lovely little discount. Um, and remember, go to www.thebookchief.com um, and you can search for Sharon on Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, we've we've got a group on Facebook which is called the Motivate Media Group. So it's just Motivate Media and that yes. covers all of our platforms. And I think we've got about 1,300 people in that group now. So just find me on there and join up and answer the questions and we'll let you in. Fantastic. Are you a LinkedIn person as well from yeah. a pretty background? Yeah, yeah, I, I do go on LinkedIn. I don't tend to go on as much myself now, but we do have pages on there. We've got pages for the book chief from Motivate Media and all the other platforms as well. Mm. And every now and again, I will go on, but you can find me on there. And I think it's under Motivate Media at the moment yeah. as well. I do change it according to the platform offers we have. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. And the Facebook group sounds amazing. So you can got lots of ways of connecting with Sharon. Um, God, it's been really, really interesting to talk to you. Um, any other things you'd like to say about the book chief? Oh, do you want to just tell us quickly about the magazine? I am going to get you definitely back um, to to talk a little bit more about your other platforms but just give us just give us a little a little snippet little, well, little snip it's no longer a magazine we just relaunched on saturday yeah. and it's a it's now a global business and information hub so basically we still take articles but it's more like blogs now so oh. you can go on to that hub you can log in it's we've got various different memberships we've got four different one of them are free you can get all access to all reading. There's just major value on there at the moment. We've got well over 200 articles on and there's more coming in every day. So I would say just have a look at the website. It's motivatemedia.com. Motivate is M-O-2-V-A-T-E media.com. And um, just log up and you will get your newsletter straight to your inbox every month. And that will also include various things about the other platforms as well. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Sharon. It's been amazing to have you on. Thank you for all your wisdom. Um, and it was great to hear your journey, your story to how you got started in this field. Um, so that's Sharon Brown from www.thebookchief.com. Thanks so much, Jane. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Okay. Until the next time, Sharon, farewell. Stay sane with Jane. The show that helps you and your business to thrive, not just survive. Tune in each week as Jane connects with guests in the wellness, business and publishing worlds. Bringing you the most up-to-date training, techniques, healing and guidance for growth, mindset and motivation. Each session includes a magical guided meditation led by Jane or one of her special guests. Here's your host, Jane Scanlon.
Okay, wasn't that an amazing interview with Sharon? We're moving on to the next kind of section of Stay Sane with Jane, which is the Minditations. Now, Minditations are my, it's my coined phrase for meditation and mindfulness. Um, So let's flow into this together. Take a nice deep breath. And join me. So thank you for joining me for Minditation session. Today we are going to focus, bring attention to cultivating better awareness and better concentration. So what does focus, attention and concentration mean to you? To begin this meditation, please bring kind awareness to what these words mean to you how they feel within your belly, chest and head. What kind of emotions that comes up. And any positive or negative impact stories that you believe in regarding this topic. And just remember that there are many others feeling similarly about this topic as you. So let's begin taking a moment to allow your body to settle. Find a comfortable position that allows your spine to be long but with a natural curve in the lower back. For this practice, you may want to close your eyes. Let the belly and shoulders relax. Today, I'll guide you through a focused attention practice. We'll be focusing on the breath. And as we begin, this is just a reminder that this is a moment for you. So make sure the phone's away from you or on silent, that you're not doing anything else, definitely not driving or anything. This is just a moment for you to sit down and and cultivate focus, attention and concentration. This will help calm your mind and relax your body. Before we start, take a full breath in. 
and a long breath out. Now allow the breath to find its natural rhythm in and out. Without trying to change your breathing anyway. this time to notice how your body breathes. You may feel the breath as air passes underneath your nostrils or in the rise and fall of your body. Choose one area to observe the breath for the next few minutes. Whichever area you choose, direct your attention to noticing the inhale and the exhale. it just noticed the breath whenever you find that the mind has wandered just come back to the breath Choosing to direct your attention on the breath. Notice the different aspects of the breath right now. The phases of the inhale and exhale. Whether your breath is warm or cool, deep or shallow. Observe if there is a pause between the end of one complete breath and the beginning of the next. Focusing just on the breath.
If your mind is wondering, counting can be helpful in maintaining focus on the breath. So at the bottom of each exhale, count silently from one to ten. Inhale, exhale, and count one. Inhale, exhale, and count two. Still noticing the sensations of the breath. Just counting. And if the mind wanders again, just come back to the breath and the counting. You can start back at number one without any judgment. And as we begin to close this practice, bring your attention back to the body. How does your body feel? from the top of your head to the tips of your toes. Are there any sounds around you? Are there any smells? And what are the sensations of clothes or air on your skin? Feel where your feet or body make contact with the ground, the chair, sofa or bed, 
that you're on. Maybe wiggle your fingers and your toes. If you want, you can gently open your eyes now. Take in the world around you. You can also stay sitting or lying for a few moments more as your body and mind return to alertness. as you continue the rest of your day. You can access this gentle, refocused energy again and again by refocusing for a few moments on your breath in the way we just practiced. Let's finish this focused attention practice now by taking a full breath in. And a long breath out. Start to move stretch your body and to integrate this practice why not take a moment today to generously listen to someone when in a conversation Place all of your attention on the other person. Listen with your ears and your heart. And reflect. How does that shift? the experience of the conversation for you? How do you think that experience was for them? It's been an absolute pleasure taking you through this meditation. My name is Jane Scanlon, and you've been listening to Stay Sane with Jane. And that was the meditation section of the show. I'm just going to tell you, remind you about uh, a monthly meetup 
that you may well be interested in. This is both in person and via Zoom. So in person, it's at the Queen's Hotel in and Spa in Bournemouth. It's my Minditation monthly meetup, which is usually the third Tuesday of the month at 7.30 p.m. Minditations is my coined phrase for mindfulness and meditation. And as you know, I like to blend treatments and practices in all of my sessions. Um, So I bring all my skills to the table for this mixed uh, group. We'll start with a cuppa and connection circle. I'll bring some wonderful essential oils um, to smell and co-create with. I'll then guide you through a self-massage practice, usually the face, neck, shoulders. We'll then go into a little bit of a movement, mindfulness and meditation. So how much is this? For an hour and a half in person, the sessions are £25. Or you could join the monthly membership for just £20 a month. That's also the cost for the Zoom. If you want to join us via Zoom, not in person, it is £20 per session. Or again, you can join the monthly membership. So it's really easy to book. Just jump on Facebook, search Minditation, M-I-N-D-I-T-A-T-I-O-N, Minditation, and the links will be there to book your space, both in person uh, or online. Thank you so much for joining us this week with Stay Sane with Jane. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure. We have the wonderful Sharon Brown on um, from The Book Chief. um, And you can connect with her at thebookchief.com. Say my name and you will get a wonderful discount there. I'll see you next week. Thank you and goodbye. Stay Sane with Jane. The show that helps you and your business to thrive, not just survive. Tune in each week as Jane connects with guests in the wellness, business and publishing worlds. Bringing you the most up-to-date training, techniques, healing and guidance for growth, mindset and motivation. Each session includes a magical guided meditation led by Jane or one of her special guests. 